Hello and welcome to the Worst Movie Ever Made, an experimental movie podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Ockman. I'm joined by my co-host and film mad scientist, Rob Scucci and Bob Hasek. Hey guys, how are you and why are we doing Stone Cold? I feel great because uh, I feel like we've seen this movie before, uh, oh, yeah. somewhat recently, um, and you guys will understand as we get into the granular details, but um, for now, Bob, I believe you're you're um, the resident describe the movie guy now. Yeah, Bob's we're bit. Gonna, now. We're going to try it out. Bob's bit, which is appropriate because Chris started off this whole alliteration thing. And I like spent a study hall in high school for like an entire year writing alliteration with right. my friend. Oh, perfect. And so I thought I'd start each movie description with a small alliteration. Okay. Love okay. It. So the alliteration that describes the movie is a bunch of belligerent anti-black bikers are bullies with bullets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So speaking of these bullies with bullets, one of them kills a priest and the bikers kill the sentencing judge, which makes no sense. And they right. vow to okay. kill the attorney general while also engaging in like other illegal activity and have apparent desire to take over Washington. Ultimately, it's, it's looking, yeah, it looks it that seems, way. <laughs> and, and I'm going to let Brian Bosworth's son finish this off, right? So in 2014, Bosworth's son, who was probably like a young, like preteen, yeah, watched this movie for the first time and said, Dad, you didn't really save anybody. Everybody died. <laughs> that is yeah. so true. Accurate. <laughs> That's that. All right. All awesome. Right. Let's throw it to uh, YouTube. Okay. Welcome to YouTube, where the comment section is full of cancer-infested rats. It's a very dangerous snake. It'll kill anybody it comes in contact with. Okay, number one. Stone Cold makes Sons of Anarchy look like Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> number two. This movie is honestly freaking great. Number mm. three. Holy shit, how did Hollywood ever deny us a full-blown Stone Cold franchise? This Bosworth man <laughs> should have been up there with McLean and Rambo. Uh, <laughs> next one's a call and response. So, uh, great film, incredibly underrated. Some of the stunts in this film are absolutely insane. And then, I hope I don't ruin fact or no fact, but the uh, reply to that is Craig Baxley was a veteran stunt guy who worked on Predator in dozens of 70s and 80s action TV shows. He knew how to put in the work. No Bob, idea. Bob's shaking his head. All right. Next <laughs> comment. The man with a mullet loved this as a kid, must have watched it 20 times. And then these next two are hinting at something I'll, I will tell you after I read them. Number one, this should have been on the Blu-ray. Perfect trailer. It's because I stole the video uh, comments from the trailer. There was no um, paid version uh, on YouTube. Yeah. And then the last one is, this is without a doubt the best trailer ever. And then the reply to that is, Action, Action Jackson is second best. Um. <laughs> so sometimes we play the show out with a clip or like a fun musical number that's not our theme yeah. song. I, I, I just ripped the audio and video from the trailer, so we will play out with the actual trailer they're referencing. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Action Jackson. I've never seen Action Jackson. Is that good? Oh, I did as a kid. It's, yeah. It fits right with this. Okay. Uh, uh, short list then. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Okay. No, we have the next couple of weeks already uh, under underway, oh, yeah. which we'll talk about later. If you stick around for the movie comparison, we'll also tell you what we're watching next week. We're doing a live look in at the poll this week because the poll's still up. Um, so vote for Con Air, even though you can't do that when you hear this. Yes. Uh, all right, let's start to test number one, the worst of its kind. That's some bad news and some good news. I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. We've got some bad news. This movie is the worst of its kind. All right. I feel like this comes up every single week Okay. Uh, on the worst of its kind. It doesn't, but it feels that way. Hard target. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. It does. Lance, really. It's because Lance Henriksen is in this movie and it, he's in uh, hard target. As we, when we get to the catch all, I'm foreshadowing here. There is a striking parallel between this movie and hard target. That's not what I was talking about earlier. There's also striking parallels. We'll notice to other movies we've done recently, but you just wait. You just wait. Yes, that is true. Uh, that came in with a 60. Above the law with Steve Seagal. There, there's oh. one we ought to do with uh, 50. Trespass. Okay. That's Bill Paxton, Ice-T, and Ice Cube. Actually, I, a 70. I haven't even heard, heard of it. it. Yeah, they're, all char- they're all charismatic, so I can see that being good. I can see that being fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet <laughs> with Denzel is 74. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. And then Double Impact. This is one I want to do with JCVD and JCVD as his brother, both like secret agents or something. A 33 there, which is weird. And I'll tell you why in a minute. The average is 57.4. What did Stone Cold get? Based on YouTube and not my own personal opinion, 45. I'll go with Lucky 13. 33, just like Double Impact. So it's actually not the worst, but it is tied for the worst. Uh, so okay. I, I don't really know how to... I, I just brought it down as tied. Uh, a negative 24.4, not the worst score we've ever had. And I'll, I'll talk about why, I think, a little later. Uh, yeah. Let's throw it now to test number two. Ain't that a pitch? So tell me the truth, Don, about Rowdy. Tell us the stuff. Great. Got four inches. Four inches? That's not so hot. Yes, it is. I measured them from the ground up. Well, isn't that a bitch? All right, who's going? Who's going first? <laughs> I think I went first? first last. All right, I'll, I'll oh. go first. Or right, okay. you want to go, Bob? You want to go? Sure. It's been a while. All right. And I won last week, so. <clears throat> oh, that's fair. <laughs> Winner first. All right. There once was a biker gang who were quite wily and a disgraced cop who became the gang's assignee. The mm-hmm. wicked whitewashed wayfarers taking trouble to town <laughs> with terrific terror and more boobs than hard ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> Damn, Bob. I strong like start. There strong were quite start. a bunch. There, I mean, if if Titscope got out of beta testing, we'd have it, it would break the counter. Yeah, well, I've got the Titscope yeah. uh, score, actually. Okay. Save it for the catch-all, or are you going to say it right now? <laughs> no, I'll say it right now. It's 14.5. Uh, there was a woman in the shower. A woman in the shower, uh, you only saw one of her two boobs, because it was a side okay. profile. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're not going to say 15 total pairs. We're going 14.5. Okay. <laughs> uh, who goes right. next? I'll go next. I got this. <clears throat> Mullet Man teams up with a hypochondriac to take down a gang of bikers with shady contracts. Uh, 
Did this inspire... Sorry, I fucked up. Did this inspire Sons of Anarchy? Probably not because a bunch of malarkey, but the explosions are pretty cool in the third act. That's true. <laughs> of which right. there were many. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Joe Huff is John Stone, but that's just a lie. He's not a biker. He's really been a cop for life. He spies on the Brotherhood. Biker's up to no good, but he should be arrested for literally murdering this guy, Ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he should. Yeah. There. All right, who are we going with this week? I I'm gonna go with Bob again for Wicked Whitewashed Wayfarer. Is that that? Yeah, I do feel like Bob's on a hot streak right now. I was gonna go with Rob. Okay, I'm gonna go Um, give Bob a five though, just to piss Chris off. Okay, Bob, what are you giving Rob? Four. Tie break. Now do I go? What happens if I go Chris five star? <laughs> uh, I'll go Chris, with as a Chris and Bob tie. Then of course, a, a Chris and Bob tie. I kind of like that. Good, but I, I, I don't like. <laughs> but I don't like giving this a five star. Yeah. Although I do. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Chris and Bob five star tie. <laughs> we'll see how that stacks up against our current <laughs> season champion later. Yes, uh, two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, nice job, Bob. But Chris, also great job. Uh, test number three, the most offensive. Well, Jimmy John, all I said was saddles go deep, and white guys keep them out if you can on two. Jimmy, motherfucker's crazy, but he sure can throw. That's it from here in Molokai, Hawaii. Back to you with the most offensive. Right. All right, we're now doing the uh, top five countdown, starting with number five. Uh, are we doing the sounds, or are we not? No, because i got to type your alliterations, and this is too much fumbling on my end. <laughs> okay. Fine. Uh, there you go. All right, one destruction of small business again rears it ugly, yeah. it, its ugly head. We, oh, so uh, much. We, right, right away. Yeah. <clears throat> we destroy So when the hypochondriac cop... Uh, and Joe Huff, who is John Stone, go into the biker bar yeah. tit for tat. It's a stripper yeah. bar. Yeah. Um, they destroy like the bar, the yeah. actual like liquor holding bar. But yeah. also uh, another one that I really like is when they're um, when when John Stone is chasing down the drug uh, truck that he just like gave away to the bad guys. Yeah. He he shoots the trailer off of the cab on an eighteen wheeler. Yeah. And they and the the trailer goes into a gas station and destroy like it explodes. So he yeah. had he had no care for uh, that. I mean, the gas stations are small businesses usually, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're owned they're owned by uh, franchisees, oh, totally. I guess. Yeah, but, but yeah, totally. But that poor family had their entire gas station destroyed because uh, yep. he just decided that that's how that was going to go down. Yep. Uh, number four, crating commandos and capping them. These poor yeah. dudes, they're like they're like oh, on right. the border. Yeah, they're on the border from like one state to another, and they're um, just trying to see the bikers' papers. And they they knock them out or whatever, and then put them in crates, and then bring them back to their uh, their like you know their stronghold, so to speak. Yeah. And they shoot them to death in the crates, making you wonder why they didn't just shoot them at the border. I don't really know because yeah. like they end up showing the police what they did anyway. So they might as well just left yeah. the bodies where they were. So, but for, yes, for lots, no of, real un- reason. lots yeah. of unnecessary stuff. Yeah. Just to make them more evil, I guess. 
makes it look idea. it's the same same reason there was a tanning bed and i still know what you did last summer is like they want to use this thing because it's cool but they yeah. have to shoehorn it in because it doesn't make any logical sense yeah there's no reason yeah. uh number three and i mentioned this in my um pitch but putting ice on ice by pushing him into a person's plymouth so ice yeah, is ice <laughs> ice is uh is uh what's his face um uh Forsyth. Uh yeah. William. William Forsyth, thank you. And um he is the like biker who doesn't trust John Stone for good reason because yeah. he thinks John's a cop and John is a cop. And he's racing back with evidence that uh to to their stronghold uh by bike and John is chasing him down, literally bumps into his bike and pushes yeah. him into another a pedestrian's car. Yep. <laughs> Can you yep. guys hear that? No. No? Okay, good. Anyway, um, his bike rides right into a, a person's car and explodes. So what happened to that person? I don't know. But uh, John should have been immediately taken off the case for murder. Yeah. yeah. There's no way yeah. the police don't know about it. There was somebody whose yeah. whose car was totaled in the process, and they might have been yeah. injured as well. Yep. All right. Here yeah, we weird. get it. We get real serious here with number two. Okay. Prostitution. Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is unwilling as well. It's not like the the um old ladies in the in the biker gang are cool with it. There are numerous uh occasions where they're just passed around, which maybe that does happen in biker circles, but you yeah. don't have to show it in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, uh John gets in his uh in, in his van or whatever they bring to the rally. Yeah. And the bikers yeah. are in his van, and uh, the chains. Uh, his old lady is in the van, and he's just like, "I'm going to leave her with you to, like, you know, do whatever you want with." Slap her titties so, around. Yeah, yeah. Right. Slap her titties around. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and um, the the guy Tool, who is a biker, yeah. uh, who got like blown up uh, via grenade, is yep. then offered a uh, you know old lady at the hospital as well. Yeah. And he's like yep. not even in good shape, and she's grossed out and stuff. And still, yeah. Chains is like, "Go ahead, slap her titties around," you know. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> and it's just, it's just weird, you know. Yeah. And bad. It's all bad. But uh, nothing compares to number one. What I have down here: neo-Nazi biker brotherhood. Yeah. I don't know if you guys caught this, but they're going through the camp, and there's Nazi yeah. flags. Up. Yes, there are. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Again, just to just to level up the evil, it's like scaffolding was to that... the most evil biker gang you can make. I, I mean, it's I, the Brotherhood. I'm just going from memory. The Aryan and... Brotherhood. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. I'm just going from memory, but like I feel like present day and in the '80s, the antagonists were always Russian, and I feel like there was mm-hmm. like a three or four year period where it was all Nazis or skinheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I then feel, I feel like Nazis. I feel like Nazis were like the the fallback for every yeah every time there wasn't like like Indiana Jones was Nazis yeah uh, Marvel you know what I mean like any, yeah yeah anytime there's like a lull in like combined evil like we're not gonna agree what's evil so let's just say Nazis we all know what and then and then you know they had a change of heart and they're like Nazis aren't so bad after all let's go back to the Russians <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right that all was, right that's yeah. our uh... Go ahead. I have a most offensive add-in. Good. So the U.S. Military Academy's Army football team had adopted the line, 
God forgives, the brotherhood, the brotherhood doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. As a team slogan for many years. Oh. <laughs> and because, of, because of this film, and guess what happened? The Academy officially removed the slogan only four years ago after wow. learning the phrase originated with the Aryan Brotherhood. The Aryan Brotherhood, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I was right. You were right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good job. Chris, Chris is right. Chris wins. Yeah, Chris wins. <laughs> All right. So I'll write down that Chris wins the most offensive. Make sure you write down that Chris knows about the Aryan Brotherhood. Make sure you write that down. Chris. Chris knows. Chris knows. Uh, <laughs> Chris. Well, that's that's just happenstance. Chris knows about everything. How, Let's how uh, does, throw. To... How do you how do you stylize Aryan Brotherhood? Is that like capital A, lowercase B for Brotherhood, or is it all caps? I think it's C H R I S. Chris. Great. Awesome. All right. Um, I see a future ad read. Speaking yeah. of which, let's throw it to Rob's ad read. Rob oh, can sell you anything. From kinky sex to the midgets and the whips in Rob's ad read. All right, let's hear this. Bob, it's yeah, Bob's reading this week. Uh, I just pulled it's it a up. cold. Okay. Yeah, it's a cold so reading. I sent it to Bob right before the show. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode of the worst movie ever made is brought to you by the Disney Pixar's new coming of age movie, Little Sneaky Poopy Man. Join Atticus and the rest of his family as they fish a behemoth bunghole blast out of the bathtub with the same slotted spoon that they use to stir their chili with and curse the very turd that has forsaken them. But this isn't any ordinary turd, for it has a super enchantment powers by the likes of which the world has never seen. Little sneaky poopy man will one cheek sneak its way into your heart. But be careful, because this little powerful... Sorry. Because this powerful little butt blossom packs a punch and will take your breath away. Sorry, I enunciated I, I, I incorrectly. It'll take your breath away. From the same studio that brought you the Bunny Tonguey Man. And, no, sorry, the Bernie Tonguey Man. Bernie Tonguey and the executive, the executive producers that financed the Penis Chronicles. Little <laughs> sneaky poopy man will bring a tear to your eye and make you question God's existence as you sink into the bubble bath. And realize that you forgot to scrape the residue from underneath your decorative whale-shaped bath mat. Based on true events. <laughs> Based on true events, huh? Yeah. Oh, thank you for that, Bob. I if can't wait to go see that. When, what's if we're uh, lucky, we... if we're lucky, I have photographic evidence of the uh, true events, and I will <laughs> not upload it to you, our sites. <laughs> yeah, um, let's not. Not yet, because, not until the crowds demand it. Yeah. You know, because Disney and Pixar and Marvel and all those are the same now, it's going to come out with the Marvels or whatever that last movie Rob's going to watch yeah. is. There'll be a trailer, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah I, I do expect that to be a tub of shit. The Infinity also, Dump. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, uh, did we get a, uh, a release date for that one? Uh, yeah, Christmas Day. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's throw it to test number four, the worst dialogue. Where the hell did that snake come from? Did you believe up through the toilet? Just when you thought it was safe to take a pee. That's really bad dialogue. <laughs> His delivery is unbelievable, too. Yeah. Just when you thought it was safe to take a pee. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, <laughs> this, uh, this escalates. Um, it's from five to one, so... 
Uh, number one is going to be kind of crazy. Number five, not too, too bad. Uh, but it's bad. Number five. This is Angels. Hey, whoa, we're out of here. Pick us up. Shut up. Guess who, buddy? Angels don't die. Everybody <laughs> bail. You're on your own. For the YouTube audience, uh, that last bit there where you don't hear a whole lot, this biker comes like storming out of the Capitol building and he's on his bike <laughs> going as fast as he can at cops who are all armed. And this is an active shooting like scenario. And yeah. he's riding his bike at them and he goes, it's shit. <laughs> he gets shot, <laughs> falls off his bike, which uh, is twice that you see some really ridiculous suicide this way. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll actually check out the other. Uh, but for now, we're going to go to number four. All right. I need P2P. Save. That's what you think. That toilet seat has not been cleaned since VJ Day. I think George Washington took a dump in there. Probably got scabies, oh, eczema, psoriasis. I never actually sat down here. I just kind of hovered the whole time, but I... Are you through? Yeah, I'm through. What's up? Cunningham, he wants to move. He figures between the ear job and the weekly collections, we got enough for racketeering and conspiracy. It's weak, Lance. What do you got? How about the Brotherhood and the mob in one shot? <laughs> Look, I'm gonna need three dozen drums of P2P. Transportation. And an agent who's got balls enough to pull it off. Okay. Fries come with that shake? How about a witness to close the case? <laughs> who's your witness? Chain's old lady. I'm fucking her. I need a few days to nail her down. <laughs> but I'll get her lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so apparently that guy thinks he can get scabies, eczema, and psoriasis from a toilet seat. Yeah. I'm not so sure you can. Uh, maybe maybe I, scabies, but the other ones are like is like, is pre-internet, so give them credit. Yeah. yeah, maybe scabies. I like that. Can we go right up? Maybe scabies. Maybe scabies. Yeah, <laughs> maybe scabies. There you go. <laughs> um, but I okay. but I also love when uh, when John is like or Joe or whoever the fuck he is is like it's weak Lance because he totally wants to still be a biker. <laughs> Yeah. He like definitely just wants to keep doing blow and like slapping titties around and stuff. <laughs> All right. Hey, guess what? I'm going to do uh, an old school thing here and uh, so that we can save uh, a clip. Oh, shit. Rob, I forgot to add the clip to the, uh, the catch all. Don't let me forget. All I'm right. going to write it down right now. Clip. I don't remember what it's called, though, but you will. Um, anyway, I'm going to read the third uh, one. It's, I'm not going to do. All right. So. Let me explain it after we do number three. Okay, so John, our cop, uh -huh. who is a biker named yeah. or Joe, the cop is a biker named John. Um, yeah. He is overseeing a drug and or a prostitution 
ring uh money collection by tool and chains yeah. old lady okay it doesn't really matter anyway the the deal goes bad because the italian guys show up because it's their turf right yeah so they right. take the money from chains old lady and uh after john chases after them they get in a car accident blah 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 the, dimitri the lead italian guy pulls out a gun yeah. and points it at john to stop the the you know fight from happening and he's like Tell the chains to keep his castles out of my sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> so I did my best Italian accent there. Do you guys like it? Bibbidi boop. <laughs> I think because I was just at uh, Chuck E. Cheese on Sunday for that... birthday. And Pasquale's it sounded like cooking. Mario. Yeah. It sounded like Mario. <laughs> I was going for Pasquale from Chuck E. Cheese. I, yeah. I thought that would come through. I thought that would ring true. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I tell Chains to keep his castles out of my sandbox. That's his, uh-huh. uh, yeah, that's his yeah. dangerous dialogue there. Nice. All right, let's go to two absolutely ridiculous dialogue sentences uh-huh. here. Uh, I can't wait for these. This is number two. Here's Chains with Bulldozer. Yes, it worked. <laughs> oh, change, my man. I can't Don't make me take it. Change. 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 You got balls of steel, Stone. <laughs> you want to prospect with the Brotherhood? Oh, shit. I say no way. This is either going to be the biggest pork chop I ever ate. <laughs> or my bulldozer. This is fucking bullshit. What do you say? What's in it for me? Colors, man. Gut. Gut. This may be a rag to the walking dead out there. But this is my flag. My cross, my church, and these colors don't run. If they hit the ground, even in a fight, I will peel your skin off with a knife dipped in shit. <laughs> Either this is going to be the biggest pork chop I ever ate, ever at. or my or my new bulldozer. Yeah. See, I would have mixed it up with balls of steel, stone. I would have been like, you, you got balls of brass. Buddy Stone Steel. <laughs> oh man, I I love that kind of shit. And then it was like they couldn't help but put a "damn he's good" kind of line in there. Yeah, and it's like you got. Yeah. I feel like when they were punching up the script, like they just like this is pretty cool. But like they they looked up like I don't know in like an encyclopedia. Like what what's a list of like menacing and badass ways to like talk about your pride like these colors don't run motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the other thing i was i'm glad you said that like what is he's like what's in it for me and he's like this is my temple these are my boys you can have that (laughs) yeah no i'm good i'm good Yeah. yeah i don't feel like risking my life to wear that vest but yeah i don't know some people do i guess as bad as that was, let's go to number one, Daddy. Ah! You know what? 
fuck it. Okay, this is two separate scenes. It ends with one and begins uh-huh. another. It's only yeah. like 25 seconds long, but it's totally ridiculous. Let's go to chicken. I've tattooed tits. I've tattooed a flabby ass. And I ain't never tattooed no corpses here before. <laughs> I remember my grandfather used to take a chicken, cut its head off, put it on the ground, watch it run around. I'll see you again. I'll introduce you to my grandfather. Don't come back. Comes around, goes around. You fucking bitch. That's I've tattooed, a, I've tattooed a flabby ass. <laughs> Titties. <laughs> I never, never tattooed no corpses here. And then, and then to threaten the guy so that he doesn't come back and rat on the, uh, the cop, you know, like to the bikers. He's like, yeah, my grandfather used to cut a chicken's head off and put it down on the ground and watch it around. You come back, I'm gonna introduce you to my grandfather. You, you know what? Oh been shit! A- I better not come back. You know what would have been more badass of a delivery? What? Hey, if you come back around, I'm going to saw your fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The end. You don't need, like, some folksy story about your grandpa. It's like, just make the threat. Like, <laughs> yeah, and how old? I mean, this guy's, like, 35. How, how, old, is, how old is grandpa at this point if he's still yeah. kicking, you know? Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, let's start to test number five. Bob, it's, it's back to you with the worst production. All right, everybody. That was a, that was a great production. Let's yeah, get everybody. Yeah, yeah, off the computer. Let's, yeah, let's get the computer yeah, ready, guys. Yeah, we did it. In a pig's ass. Oh. Oh. Saying a pig's ass. Yeah. The worst production. Okay, I think you'll agree with this, but um, I, I kind of went on my own opinion on this one. I said inconsistent and incorrect. Sound logic slash sound design. Yeah. So, like, motorcycle sounds in general kind of drown everything else out, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. every scene where there's motorcycles revving up, which is, I'll say, 50% of the movie, yeah. like, everything else, it, you can't hear anything. And yeah. Let's add up, like, the gunshots, bites, helicopter sounds, crowded bar, the state capitol riot. Yeah. Um, just the chaos surrounding all of it. There's no way anything anybody said was audible. Like, yeah. like when the guy screamed whatever he screamed when he was about to get shot. Like, there's no way anyone heard what he was saying. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I was at a swim team photo shoot today. And there was the coach right next to my ear talking to me. I still couldn't hear what she was saying. Okay, yeah. so... I just don't believe in a a factory full of motorcycles and they're just having regular conversation. Right. And, and, and and to, to top it off, you can't even like, like when you, when I look at someone talking, I can kind of read their lips, but these guys all had like bedraggled beards and mustaches. (laughs) There's no way you could have read a damn thing they were saying. Bedraggled beards. This is a, this is a great write up night. Bedraggled. (laughs) Drang. So, I didn't even check. I didn't yeah. even notice that one. Sorry, <laughs> man, you're so good at it. They just come free flowing. They did though. They had bedraggled beards. I mean, come on, look at these. <laughs> except for the leads, everyone except the lead had this crazy facial hair. Yeah, yeah. true. That is true. And then uh, <laughs> Henriksen shaves to become a priest <laughs> later yes. in the movie. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. Hey, don't, awesome. forget, don't forget that Lance Hedrickson also said, I'm going to fuck you or I'm going to eat you. He or did. He said. did say that. He yes. did say that. That is true. He didn't say that uh, whiskey make the jackrabbit slap the bear, though, which is no. maybe my favorite line from the movie. Yeah. That was Hard Target. Where do they find Hard Target? Uh, anyway, www.theworstmovieevermade.com. You can find our regular audio episodes on Wednesdays. The YouTube version comes out on Sundays. You can find our social media. You can email us. You can vote on polls. You can watch movie trailers. www.theworstmovieevermade.com. Hell yeah, Rob. Never forget. Uh, never forget. No. Bob, I, I love when your worst production is something we haven't covered. Um, you know, and, and this one, I, I don't think we've ever we've ever said so it's just cool it just makes you sound so smart bob good job Dude, only... i was so pissed watching <laughs> this i was so pissed every time I'm like there's no way they would have heard that there's no way i could i could barely hear it the only <laughs> that, property it pissed, it pissed me off the only property i've ever seen properly addressed like the the volume of like a heist or a shootout is archer when like one bullet shoots off in the elevator and the rest of the episode he's he's got his finger in his ear and he's like Muh. <laughs> trying to pop get his ears to pop so he can hear again. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're just popping off like chain guns and like high caliber weaponry with the motors. It's like, yeah, you're all deaf. It's funny because that actually worked to the benefit of fair game. Like I was talking shit about how uh Cindy Crawford's character couldn't hear guns going off. But yeah. she had I don't know which of you defended the movie, but uh, you had said that like the guns were going off already near her head, so it's not surprising she couldn't hear shit. Yeah. Tinnitus, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's true. Test number six, the worst acting. You should get in, Rowdy. The water is great. Are you kidding? I've got better things to do with my body temperature. Like acting a bad movie. Throw it right to number one. This is Passenger. Ooh. What was that? Nothing. What, you got family here or something? You wouldn't understand. Why should I explain it to you? What? 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 Oh, you want me to give you some money? Well, you know what? Okay. They work real Great. hard. Here, take it. Get Thank out you, of here. Tool. Get out Thanks. of here. Thanks. Get out of here. Goddamn bike is collecting in my territory. There's that little son of a bitch. Oh, shit. Tried to hold back a couple of friends. Brothers would eat her. Hey! Come on, let's go. No! Fuck Come you! on. Thinking uh, we'll leave this fucking die. Pick up the wrong passenger, buddy. I hate to say it, they soundtrack like just like the the bumper music is yeah like it's tight man it, it, it's it's dated <laughs> but like yes <laughs> we've been collectively nodding our heads yeah yeah we have been enjoying it i think time. yeah for sure um yeah so that uh the beginning with tool uh and james's old lady I, I keep calling her that because i can't remember her name it's like vanessa or something you know something standard yeah um those two no it's not even her it's like some other chick Anyway, yeah. um, they are they reminded me of Grease 2 for some reason. I don't know if it's just because Tool looked like he was straight out of Grease 2 yeah. or or if just the acting was that bad. I don't know. But everybody involved in that scene was terrible, including yeah. Brian Bosworth, who jumps on the roof of the car uh, at the end. And he's like, you picked up the wrong passenger, buddy. <laughs> it's 
just through so the windshield beautiful. like they would hear that. <laughs> yeah, there Once you again, go, Bob. The Bob's point. <laughs> yeah. There's With the, no chance. They're going like 60 miles an hour, so you have the wind. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> basically ev- everything. Every fucking word in this movie couldn't be heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's too true. Uh, speaking of two, number two. Two birds. What's up, Cunningham? Look, I'm getting a shitload of heat on this house. You better know what you're doing. Sir, Joe's come this far. I've got a good feeling about the sting. Can we talk about that? Look, change and I'll make the buy from Martinez down at the old fish factory. You know the place? Yeah. I know what's that. The buy goes down tomorrow night. We get the truck from Martinez. We move the drugs down to North Point. That's where the mob is going to be. Then we'll get both the mob and the Brotherhood in the act. Don't fuck this up. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah, the old fish factory. The old fish factory. <laughs> the, only, the only guy that's any good in this movie is the guy uh, from Raising Arizona, a, yeah. a movie that we've done. Um, yeah. And he was uh, R.I.P. Chandler, but he was Chandler's boss and friends as well. Which guy from Raising Arizona? Not William because Forsythe. Not William, William Forsythe was always in, also yes. in the, the one that William looks Forsythe. like the one that looks like Bert from Bert and Ernie, but with a polo. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's too good. All right, uh, number three here. Oh, number <clears throat> three. With respect, uh, I clip this. It's crazy fast, but it's just so funny. This is new. Yeah. I, the acting's bad, but it's not even why I clipped it. I just had to have it. This is <laughs> die. Now, now I keep thinking of like the whole sound thing with Bob, and like it just reminds me of Troy when the guy's like, "I am Ajax, destroyer of world and breaker of something." Who's your audience? <laughs> like, there's no cameras. You're gonna die on this field. No one's gonna like write down that awesome thing you said before swinging your axe. <laughs> like what the fuck? Um. So if you're not in our YouTube audience, what just happened is uh, another biker goes screaming to his death while screaming yeah. "die" or whatever. Uh, and he's going right at our hero, Brian Bosworth, who's killed yeah. everyone. He's giving him like a 200 yard head start to cock his gun and shoot at him while he's trying to like run him over with his motorcycle. Not only does he succeed in killing the guy, but he successfully careens the uh, motorcycle into the helicopter that then explodes and <laughs> destroys the helicopter, which was uh, Lance Henriksen Chains' way out of this whole situation. That so was that really um, pissed Chains up. I know you're not a big Simpsons fan. Uh, I know, Bob, maybe a little bit you, but Chris, probably not at all. Um, there's a character named Hans Moleman. He's like a 97 year old like tiny ass dude with, like he's all okay. wrinkly. yeah moment yeah yeah and he he always has these scenes where like he gets in a fender bender his car gently spins off the road it just sits there for like three seconds and just explodes into a fireball <laughs> 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 it was total mole man vibes yeah yeah definitely <laughs> the the fact that it goes like and the guy in the helicopter has the presence of mind to see this motorcycle coming and and see yeah. his impending doom and go no yeah, he in says something, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so just just goes to show you how ridiculous this movie is. Oh, God. All that said, 
I hated almost every other movie we've done more than this one. I'm just going to put it out there. I would watch this movie again. <laughs> no, um, no I'm gonna problem. Re- I'm gonna revisit that what you just said in the catch-all because I'll just I'll, I'll get to it later. It's just it's okay. an action movie. It's an action movie from the early '90s. Like, there's can't really fault it for being a product of what it's supposed to be. You know? Yeah, yeah man, I, I thought it was fun. Let's right. throw it to fact or no fact. Wait, uh, oh, we have shit. one more clip. Oh, do we? Is it what is it called? Is target it a catch-all practice? clip? Target practice. Yeah, that's catch-all. Okay, oh, yeah, you know, I had an extra one for the, my extra play at the end. My bad, Chris. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll do that one in catch-all for sure. All right, so fact or no fact? Yes. All right. Confucius say, man with deadly hands must be very careful while slapping on aftershave. Watch! <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I grew up kind of a queen. Excuse me. I grew up kind of a fan of Queen, and so I called this Stone Cold Crazy. Okay. Nice. Like it. Uh, we're looking for the lie. I have five things and four facts and one lie about the movie Stone Cold. So here we go. First one: Michael Douglas was the was an executive producer of this film but received no credit according to his wishes. Okay. Okay. Second one. The original working title of this movie was One Tough Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, third thing. Brian Bosworth has said in an interview, and he's a keen biker, that he had built the bike that his character rides in and suggested that be used instead because he was more comfortable with it. Okay, uh, third one. In oh, sorry, that's the fourth one. In this bar scene where Joe meets Ice, this is like early on in the movie. Yeah, the band performs the same song that's in Under Siege as Erica Laniac pops out of the birthday cake and surprises Steven Seagal. Oh shit! And the fifth one, the background song playing during the scene in which Bosworth's character makes breakfast for his pet lizard is a rare single. By the then unknown Cheryl Crow. Fuck, huh. Bob, you, you really. Huh. I tried to find some even keeled facts to match with the lie. Go Love for it. it. Love it. I, I believe the Michael Douglas one because he was, he was pretty well established at that point, or like, if not like superstar, like you know, like upper mid tier probably still taking like uh like doing producer jobs before like just like deviating to whatever you know um mm-hmm. so i could see that and i could also see like he's got a pretty exceptional film canon filmography so i could see why he wouldn't want this skid mark on it <laughs> um original working title was one tough bastard i mean the, he's a wrestler right like and uh, he's that was a, his a football player Football, football uh, player. I, I was maybe I'm thinking You're not Hulk that far Hogan. Off. Maybe I'm thinking Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's that far off. <laughs> <laughs> what was the whole Hogan movie we did? Um, No Holds Barred. I, I was yeah, yeah. I got to um, do more Hogan, man. There's more Hogan yeah. out there. We got to do more Hogan. Oh no way. Okay. The nanny, Mr. Nanny. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, Suburban Commando. Yeah. Oh right, 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 right. With Christopher Lloyd. Ooh. 
Bosworth said in interviews he's a keen biker, built a bike for his character, and used it instead. I mean, if you ride every day and the crew makes you ride something different, like I could see why he would want his own vehicle. So, I mean, that's not far-fetched. Yeah. The band performs the same song that's in Under Siege. I could see that. It came out around the same time. It was probably just like a band trying to break through going like, hey, if both films will license it, maybe that's an, that's probably our only payday we're ever going to see. Um, and Cheryl Crow. I don't remember. It could be Cheryl Crow. I, I'm going to say the lie. Just, I don't know. I know a bit about music licensing. And Under Siege came out around 91, right? Around the same time as this one? Yeah, I think it was around I think that so, time. yeah. 91, yeah. 92, then, yeah. I'm going to say then 4 is probably the lie because I don't think... I think that'd be like a conflict of interest or like one of those non-compete clauses. Like if your band's in this movie getting X amount of money, it can't also be in this movie. So I'm going to say number 4 is the lie. Because the other ones, like, they're all kind of believable. Like, I could imagine them, yeah. like, a working title doesn't mean that's what they were going to release it as. It just means, like, they had to call it something while they were working on it. So I could see it being called One Tough Bastard because, dude, I and mean, we all saw the same movie. He's he's One Tough Bastard. So and he's got <laughs> balls of steel. So he does. I'm going to say number four is a lie. Um, that right. they, they, they didn't use the same band twice. I'm going to go so I'm between uh Brian Bosworth the biker building his own bike for the set and Michael Douglas the executive producer on this one. Um uh, man I'm trying to get a look at Bob here. <laughs> mm, okay. Number 3 I'm considering Okay. I'm also thinking about number one. If you okay. want a close-up uh, of Chris's eyeball, go to www.theworstmovieevermade.com. I, I, that I gave, was that, doing a red, red herring pointing to number four, but it is not number four. Because that's what... <laughs> that's what <laughs> nice. <obvious>. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that gave me all I needed to know. I'm, I'm going number three. I saw it in Bob's eyes. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. So I already told you that Rob's was wrong. Uh, it was the same song from Under Siege. Rats. Uh, which, which is awesome because we did Under Siege, Rob. Where did we find that episode? www.theworstmovieevermade.com. <laughs> Email us, you cowards. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Michael Douglas was the executive and executive producer of the film. Uh, so, Chris, you were right to ignore that one because mm -hmm. that was a fact. But, um, but in 1996, <laughs> in 1996, an, another Brian Bosworth movie came out called One Tough Bastard. Oh, okay. It was not. Okay. Is so that, it no, wasn't okay. this one. Fuck. It was a whole different movie. You know so what? I got it right, though. I got it right not going because I was between the two and I knew not to go with number one. So let's call that a crisp victory. So it Thank wasn't you. even a it wasn't even a working title that was an official title for a movie. It was, but it was released under a different title. Okay, like like if you look it up under like Wikipedia, it's one title, and then you look it up under IMDb, and it's one tough bastard. It's so like, like Joshua Tree and Army of One. Yes, type of thing. Yeah. yes, just like that. Yeah. So yes, it was his own bike. Uh, yes, it was the same song as Under Siege, 
And yes, um, that was Sheryl Crow. It, I actually had to look that one up a few times because when I, I chat GPT'd it, they're like, no, Sheryl Crow didn't do any songs in that movie. And I, I did some deep dives, and I found out, yes, that was her song. It's called was Welcome it? to the Real Life. Could you imagine if someone swapped out, like, Soak Up the Sun while he's feeding his lizard? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> kind of. Speaking like of which, that meal for his lizard was completely, like, poisonous to lizards, which is no surprise. I why was thing wondering about that. Yeah. Bananas, yeah, eggs, like, what else? Was there was there? chocolate in it. Yeah. Like, like Snickers. So apparently yeah. those lizards eat like dead rodents. Basically, yeah. that's it. Okay. Like they, they don't eat any other human food. So yeah, that would have, there's no surprise that lizard wouldn't touch that food. Or or any human food at all because we don't eat, <laughs> we don't eat dead rodents. No. We yeah. don't eat dead rodents, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. At least uh, I let's... don't. I don't know about you guys. I... Well, I try not to. I, you know, it's not good for you, but you know, those those are the things that taste so good. Uh, let's throw it to the catch all. If brains were birching, you'd have a clean case. Yeah. Welcome to the catch all. Another All grocery right. store. Oh, we're doing a round robin. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I think we should always start with Chris, though. Okay. Another grocery store shoot 'em up uh, for yep. opening. Yep. That was um like in a Cobra. Exactly like Cobra. And it was beat for beat with the um I'm gonna throw a decoy beer to distract yes. the gun man. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Took him out no problem, insulting them the the whole way through. It's just it was it was Cobra again. Yeah. All right. Um. Oh. So. Go ahead. You want to go for you go next, Bob. I, I I'm uh, I, I'm counting something real quick. I'm I'm gonna say, along the same scene, ammo isn't cheap. Putting that many rounds of bullets yeah. into a shelf full of crackers is just unwise. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Okay, um, I, I was just confirming my number. <clears throat> Surprisingly low kill count. Huh. Yeah. According yeah. to cinema. According to cinemorg.fandom.com, 20 <laughs> deaths, 19 males, one female, the female being Nancy. Yeah. Oh, Nancy. Right. But, like, these are all, like, they mostly have character names. So I'm wondering if they're not counting, like, the collateral damage. Because I could have sworn, like. Yeah. How many people more. died in the courtroom? Yeah. They're, right. Yeah. They're, they're saying, yeah, 20 deaths. So I'll fact check that, but that's that's what cinemorg.fandom.com. That seems like a very reliable source. It huh. does. Cinemorg. Almost, almost as reliable as Titscope. It's, yeah, exactly. But not as reliable. Uh, so yeah. it's back to me, yeah? Yeah. What, what's with the fucking biker Olympics? <laughs> There's like... No. <laughs> there was like uh, a, a bar... F- fight but it's a round sandbag like a sandbag pit and it's just one guy kicking the shit out of a whole bunch of other people yeah and uh then they had people shooting at each other which we'll get to in a minute so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that alone but uh they also have like hold on to this rope and be dragged by a biker if you can do it for longer than another biker then you win Mm -hmm. uh bragging rights or whatever yeah Uh, it's just i uh, so yeah biker olympics Okay. I'm ignoring. I'm gonna ignore all the 
all the damn catch-all things in that grocery store and hold up because there were just too many. <laughs> yeah. And just go right back to Chris with the Biker Olympics. They were shooting cans off each other, and there were people in the line of fire. Bob, that is exactly yeah. why I clipped it so that people can see it for themselves. At the end yeah. of the catch-all, we're going to play the clip target practice so you yeah. can see <laughs> they would absolutely have shot other bikers in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad we're all on the same page. With we this. are. Yes. Okay, Rob. so here's the, here's the other parallel aside from Cobra that I wanted to, that I alluded to earlier in the episode. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. What, what set off this entire chain of events? Why did he go undercover? Um, the a priest was killed. Priest shooting. That was yeah. That's where I'm going to. He was or the judge. He was blackmailed with a slightly longer suspension. Yeah, right. which was probably <laughs> paid. And I'm I, I'm drawing a parallel to Hard Target because the entire course of events that happened in that movie were all initiated because Van Damme's Chance Bordeaux. Owed two hundred seventeen dollars in union dues. Right. <laughs> like they could have made the stakes a little fucking higher, right? Dude. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Very good. Nice. Good job good tying those together. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, FBI. Oh, no, no, no. I, I said that already. Um, I, I'm all about comfort, but Joe, those undies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a JCVD parallel as well. It was like, yeah. let's just check out Brian Bodsworth's ass because we're going to put him in lady yeah. underwear. Yeah. All right. Me and Chris were on the same vibe here. In that same scene, he cracks the eggs, then puts yeah. the eggs in the blender, then puts the shells in. I yeah. think he's taking one extra step, right? Yeah. Boz? Just drop the, drop the whole egg yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, what was the whole germaphobe angle? What was the whole point of that with Lance? Yeah, I don't, comedy. To, to give his character depth. Don't, yeah, it was I definitely a comedy it angle. Total comedy. I've got a, a comedy the, I've got a theory that you guys may or may not um, agree with. He's fucking badass at the end, right? Because he just pulls his gun and ices that dude. Do so you just, think? Do you just, think it was part of his shtick to make him look like a pussy, even though he's like oh, he's actually like a hard ass? Like he actually is like. He's willing to go the extra mile and just off somebody. Well, that's def that's definitely part of the character arc. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. So, like yeah. all the G Willikers, I might get scabies was like kind of phoned in just to kind of like throw them off. Just, just for that that payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was well, it on me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a trope for you: two cold ones. Yeah, he. Yeah. He, John Stone orders two cold ones at the bar. So the bartender yeah. just knows which just just grabs the nearest beer, I guess. That's what I do if I was a bartender, but you're supposed I want to a say single what kind of a single plum floating in perfume served in a man's hat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Chris already said tit for tat and I was going to say that just because it's fucking hilarious. Um <laughs> but the one biker was eating a watermelon at a biker. Yeah, titty bar. he was. Yeah, he was <laughs> watching ice make out with his old lady. Just sitting there, yeah. like getting his rocks off, watching him, <laughs> watching him make out with yeah. his girlfriend. It was so yeah. weird. 
He's like two feet from his face, just like trying to smell their saliva or something. It's like he's slopping on a watermelon and watching them make out. Yeah. Damn, dude. Rob? Okay. Yeah, so uh, do you guys have any guess as to what kind of drug P2P is? Uh, PCP? You would think it, it, it's close. It's um, apparent. Apparently, it's meth. Which is like big in the biker gangs, according to Red Letter Media, who like they do a bunch of film reviews. Yeah, it's, um, they mention it in Breaking Bad as well. One of the DEA agents. Um, but my question is, when Stone is like trying to get thirty six barrels, right? He wanted three dozen. Yeah, three dozen barrels. Yeah. What precinct yeah. just has that on the ready for like a sting operation? <laughs> I was wondering that as well. <laughs> We, yeah, we yeah, happen yeah, to collect yeah. three dozen barrels of P2P, yeah. so lucky for you, P2P. we can hook that up. You're not going to believe this. We actually have it right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Stone shows up to the rally and just rolls right up to a race with ice. Yeah. The, the, it was all set up, ready to go. Also, he arrived yeah. in a van, so his motorcycle must have been in the back of the van with all the other stuff. Yeah. No, he towed it. He had, he had a tow a little. Uh, oh, di- oh, uh, did he? Okay. Trailer. Yeah. Well, still, I I didn't see him sign up for the <laughs> the race tournament that they had. No, yeah. it's just first come first serve. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Kawasaki. Uh, uh, what am I going for? The Kawasaki Kawasaki Kumite tournament. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's better than i could have come up with okay so you mentioned ice right the ice is the uh uh william forsyth yes in in the original script everything his character was supposed to say was quotes from the bible and william forsyth got a hold of that and said fuck that i'm not doing that i'm yeah, i that i need real awful. lines yeah that was that was, that was the, the the original script that was ice's entire character yeah that's terrible Oh, no. Um, I just have a question, actually, for you guys. Because yeah. I, I was saying this earlier. I, I don't really fault this movie too much. And to your point, Chris, uh, I would definitely watch it again. Mm-hmm. It's because, A, it's it's a like it's an early 90s action movie that's trying to like relive the late 80s glory days of action movies. I, I, it's not up there with Die Hard, but like you have, you have like, you know, you have Die Hard and like Predator up here. And then I feel like you have a bunch of shit down here. And I feel like Stone mm-hmm. Cold was like somewhere like. Yeah. Like they're inherently corny movies. It's they're it's build up with shitty dialogue until the third act, and you're just like, that was fucking sick. I f- I feel like yeah. it was paced properly. Yeah. It moves it moves enough that I wasn't ever bored. So many of these asked. movies, I'm just sitting around like, oh my god, when is it going to be over? I'm so sorry I'm making my audience watch this. <laughs> but I was like, I, uh, just like on Cobra, I was impressed with like, uh, that was all practical effects, and they did have a motorcycle careen out of a building into a helicopter, which yeah. like, I don't know, say what you will, I have a feeling like after wrapping that day of shooting, the director just like ripped a massive lot of coke, and he was like, fucking yeah! <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I agree with him. Absolutely. I agree with him. Absolutely, Rob. I think so too. Oh, God. (laughs) 
I love that we're always just like, yes, Rob, exactly, Rob. Because <laughs> it's true. You believe it, it in is. your heart. This one, I totally agree. Um, I've got, I've got more. I'm going to skip some. I've got a, I've got a really good idea for the end of the catch-all. Uh, before yeah. the clip, so I'm going to skip ahead. Um, how'd they prop ice up like that for his funeral? His his funeral uh, on the pyre. How'd they know. prop him up? Yeah, did they the freeze fact- him? The fact they they got his stick up his ass. The fact, the fact <laughs> that they got his body at all was just like one of my catch-all things. <laughs> yeah, how did they? They just showed up to the scene of the crime and yeah. dragged the body it, off for the police. It just, it just, it just smacked away the coroner. Like, no, oh, we got this. <laughs> yeah, this is ours. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, right. Excuse me. Right before that, I have they transported the raided bodies. In an ambulance with the yeah. bodies still in the crates. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Excuse me. Still, get, still getting over a cold. Excuse me. And then as soon as they take them out of the ambulance, they uncrate them. I just yeah. thought that was hysterical. Yeah. I was, was cracking so up. I, I so was funny. laughing so hard when that happened. That is amazing. Where did they get the cadaver ear? Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't even in a. It wasn't even in a profound state of decomposition. It had to like look like a fresh kill. So they either, yeah. they either got it from off like a John Doe that had yet to be identified from like that they're investigating, or like <laughs> they dug a fresh grave. He's like, he's like, I need a fish factory. I need an eighteen wheeler. I need three <laughs> dozen barrels of B two P in a human ear. <laughs> and they're I like, get... just so happens. <laughs> I can get you a human ear by 3 p.m. with nail polish. With nail polish. <laughs> oh shit, that's so good. Uh, okay. Um, good things. Chains didn't decide to shoot that truck driver uh, cop in yeah. the head. Yeah, just to be sure. Yeah. He, uh-huh. He's Speaking an evil of- dude. Speaking of truck drivers, how many CDL licenses did they have in the Brotherhood and the, ex- <laughs> and the extended? Like every time someone had to jump in a truck, they just knew how to drive it. That's that wouldn't true. be yeah. me, man. Couldn't be oh, me. They, are you no. talking about the airing in Brotherhood cinematic universe? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's got to go in. Put it in. Yeah. yeah. The ABCU. <laughs> ABCU. <laughs> Wow, that's right. great. Yeah. Uh, I think it's back to Rob now, yeah? Oh. Uh, I don't yeah. think Unless I... Bob, that didn't count, the CDL comment. No, that, that, that was my... I had it written down. Okay. You gotcha. know, counterpoint to that, though, is that I, I would imagine they're all, like, working-class guys, so it's like, maybe there should have been a, little, a few more electricians in the mix or, like, plumbers. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <laughs> um, I kind of want to join a biker gang for like just the aspect of like getting <laughs> fucked up and slapping titties but not all the other stuff <laughs> and that's my final catch all it, like, it seems like it seems like when they're not trying to assassinate <laughs> congress and take over washington they have a pretty good time yeah i think they do you're right yeah. about that <laughs> uh <laughs> why why uh why would a priest have any interest in in uh, going into the courthouse? Hmm. Maybe, 
if they get the death penalty, he gives them like their last rights, but that makes no sense because you get that before you die, you're in, you're executed. So I don't know. The, the only Nothing. thing I can think of is that he, and I didn't think of this earlier, so I kind of wish I I'm not even. I, I'm just gonna saying it, although I shouldn't. Uh, the guy who is on trial for murder, yeah, uh, he shot a a minister or a priest or something, right? Ooh, ooh, I he just did, thought of it, right? Based on what Bob said about William Forsythe, maybe there was actually a tie into all the Bible quotes that were cut from the script. Huh? Maybe. Huh? Maybe. Yeah. That's not bad. Unlikely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a trope. Me too. I, I can't, Go ahead. My trope is in the helicopter exposition. Like when stone was in the helicopter the helicopter pilot told him the entire plan for the yes for the biker gang yes yeah. he did it's just the the, the bad guy monologuing when they shouldn't uh it's a yeah. it's a total zero hour again um mm-hmm. and there's unexplainable exploding cars those are my other tropes um yeah. okay but but um i is it it's the supreme court presiding over the murder trial I guess oh, the Supreme Court of the state. Okay, yeah. Okay, right. that's yeah. that's much better. That's much better. Go ahead, Bob. So, so the the dope was destroyed. If you missed that part, when the truck mm-hmm. blew up, yeah, uh, the witness is dead. The girl's dead. Yeah, is yeah. there any case or just genocide on a mass scale? Uh, like he <laughs> he saved no, no one. There was no solved crimes. He only fucked things up. And honestly, probably faster than they would have been fucked up otherwise. Yeah. True. Too true. And he didn't yeah. get the mob. There's no mob tie-in. Mm, none. Yeah. Zero. So he got some of the bikers. Yeah. Killed yeah. them. But but they also killed, like, a lot of innocent people in the process. Yeah. Yeah, lots. <laughs> Including uh, the entire Supreme Court. We we care about whether Whip the Attorney General dies, but we don't care about the other lawyers and civilians that die in the courthouse. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, I'm out. By the way, I'm, I'm out yeah. of. Uh, what, what does the uh, area? What does the Brotherhood do from here? <laughs> like like <laughs> they say say the surviving members uh, like they we know where they're. Uh, their home base is so what, what do they do should they move to like mexico all of them hey, and they, anywhere you can shoot beer con- cans off each other's shoulders is, is a good place to call home. The, legend oh, yeah. has it they're filming a sequel in argentina <laughs> <laughs> all right here here's a little game i want to play with you guys okay and we're gonna make this real quick we got to do this real fast okay. uh because i i can see this going too fast so we're gonna do like lightning round i'm gonna rotate between robin and bob here okay I, and the the game is quick quickly think of how they got their names i've got the biker names for you okay starting with you rob how did okay. chains get the name chains as quick as you can um going on a good old-fashioned blank drag Oh, okay. (laughs) You get a pickup truck, you round up a couple of them, and, you know, go on a good old fashioned saddle? Is this a saddle saddle comment? Yes. It's it's a South Park reference, Mr. Garrison. Uh, Okay. Thank God. Thank God we have something to tie that to, man. Uh, Bob, how did Tool get his name? 
Oh, obviously he's missing one. <laughs> Rob, how did Ice get his name? Because he's cold as ice. Bob, Next how question. did AWOL get his name? AWOL? Well, he ran into one once. <laughs> Rob, how did Trouble get his name? Maybe he's like the darling of the group and he actually is quite tame and mild mannered and the nickname's like derogatory because he's actually not trouble. Love it. Okay. Bob, this one uh, I shouldn't even bother. How did Greek get his name? <laughs> is his name is Greek? Yeah, Greek. Well, obviously he was uh the uh the guy that arranged all the orgies, and that's <laughs> yes. That's that's very Greek mythology. Yes, that is that is very Greek. Uh, Rob, how did Smokey get his name? Um, cigars. Fair. Bob, six pack. He's fat, by the way. Six pack. That that's that's the amount of hot dogs he can spit up at once. In his, wow! Wow! Uh, his Love that. Rob Mudfish. <laughs> he was on a cruise with Led Zeppelin in the 70s. <laughs> nice. Bob, <laughs> gut, gut, G U T. He's not gut. fat. Oh, he's not fat. Okay. No. Um, Six pack is, but gut oh, is not. Oh, he, he's, got, he's got serious uh, acid reflux. Nice. I was going to say he eats a lot of yogurt. Rob, <laughs> one eye. Um. It's either, either about his penis or he has, he's a pirate. <laughs> he's a penis pirate. Uh, for sure. Uh, Bob, poker. Poker. Uh, big Liddy Gaga fan. Nice. Last one, uh, Rob. This, vitamin. Yeah. He has uh he makes smoothies with P2P. <laughs> yes. Very good. Okay, let's throw it to a clip. This is the last of the day, and then we'll throw it to uh Rob's Magic Marvel Corner. This is target yes. practice. Okay. Uh, that that was the guy shooting the priest right there, by the way. <laughs> okay, Rob's Magic Marvel Corner. Almost done with this shit. 
This is Rob's Magic Marvel Movie Corner. Thor, Love and Thunder. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'll take questions. Okay, I gotta go first then. How much love, how much thunder? Six. Okay. Bob, have you? I've heard that hardcore comic people are upset this movie strays so hard from the MCU canon. Does it bother you? I don't give a shit, A and B. <laughs> Apparently, it's based on like a 2010 run of Thor that were like, it was pretty faithful to that source material, even though it's not like official MCU canon. It was like, because like Ragnarok was the same thing. It was kind of like an offshoot. They're just like doing their own thing in, in Thorland. And yeah. It, yeah. It, it allowed them to, it's very self-referential and it's very like, it doesn't take itself seriously. And for that, I appreciated it. Yeah. Rob, on the whole, do you like love or hate movie narrators? I love them. Um, it's gotta I be tend, done. I tend to. Like Nicolas Cage has done it in a number of films, like, like Bringing Out the Dead. That's Scorsese's mm-hmm. film. Um, he did it in Weatherman, Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Um, the narration on this one it was great though because it always contradicted like kind of what was happening on screen, and it was a very Trey Parker esque narration. The opening montage was mm-hmm. Enya's only time playing, and he was like, "Thor had suffered a lot of losses. His mother died. His father died." That guy died. His brother died. His brother died again. And then his brother also died. And like while he's <laughs> narrating, it's showing clips from all the previous movies and like how like they, they didn't die like nice deaths. Like they got impaled and shit. He's like, that guy died. So like yeah. it was it was it was funny. I, I enjoyed it. Um and then like they're always like he was very triumphant after this victory and like the whole temple behind him collapses after he thought he saved the day. So it was right. It was it's like not the highest quality humor, but it works in that context. Yeah. I'm also thinking of a uh, childhood favorite, Sandlot. I'm thinking of Stand By yep. Me. I'm thinking yep. of Forrest Gump. I'm thinking years. of the Shawshank Redemption, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I do uh, generally like yes. you know what I You know what it does? I, I just thought of this right now. Um, you know how in all the bad movies we do, and like especially action movies, they, they, they spell the exposition out through the dialogue when they could actually like have good dialogue? Mm-hmm. That eliminates that problem from happening yeah. because they're they're telling you the story, and then they're letting people act it out. Oh, and Goodfellas. Yeah, but yeah, Rob, that's a really good point. Yeah, good point. As we get closer to the end of this segment, my questions will be less and less about the movie. Here we go. Okay. Uh, why has it been so challenging to develop an effective vaccine against HIV compared to other viruses? <laughs> government oh man they're, they're uh Jeez. they invented they invented aids in the 80s <laughs> um to sell I, I, more to sell more pharmaceuticals yeah and mm-hmm. and we're on to something I, ha- here. I had you in the first half of that question i know i did <laughs> yeah um i don't know i mean like the covid vaccine has been great so. yeah <laughs> All right. Uh, do you think that characters should die for the sake of like giving movies more realism? And and this is a Love and Thunder, um, like aimed thing. But I mean, in movies in general, do, would you rather see more characters die in movies just to give it a more of a spark of like a reality to the story? No, because it's the MCU. Um, 
Yeah. There's not a single sliver of reality in any of these movies, Chris. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a doom sword that killed gods, and then they 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 fly through a wormhole so they could like get drunk on meat and eat turkey legs. They they do do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Is that it? All right. <clears throat> I have a question for you. Sure. Because this crossed my mind as I was heading to the bathroom. Okay. If you're if you're about to poop your pants, yeah, and you and you run to a public bathroom. Only yeah. to find a person unconscious on the ground. Yeah. Would you poop your pants while doing CPR or call 911 from the stall as you <laughs> relieve yourself? Or neither. <laughs> I'd do the second thing, but I'd have it on speakerphone for comedic relief. <laughs> they would never, dude, and, and that's and that would be the right thing to do, I think. Yeah. Um, well, they would never potential... believe you. Then hang right, up. So it's a it's a potential crime scene, and if you shit yourself and it, like runs down your pant leg, that will like mess with the investigation. So like True. You're, True. you're you would so by by shitting yourself, you're actually obstructing justice, and that makes you a complicit or an accessory in the crime or a person of interest. Yeah, because your DNA is all over the place now. Yeah. My, God, my, my crime father... scene is ruined. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> my father-in-law was a homicide detective. He used to talk about these smoked cigars and crime scenes to yeah. cover up the smell of the dead dead bodies. Yeah. I could just see them. I could just see them run rob smoking cigars to cover up the smell of the shit in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. Bad credit names. Sure. Hey, Colleen. Got a great ass. Go so to you, Pilgrim. Go so to you, Pilgrim. Go so to you, go so to you, go so to you, Pilgrim. That credit names. All right, all right. the bikers. Okay. Uh, Zeon Keeter. Okay. Arabella Holzbog. She was the. Mm-hmm. She was Nancy, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Holzbog. Tony St. Clair Lily. Mm-hmm. And Folkert and Folkert Schmidt. Ew. <laughs> Schmidt. <laughs> All right. One uh, uh, two, two, Folkert and Schmidt. That mm. uh, should be one. Yeah, it should. Offensive minigame. I care for you a great deal. Trust me, Charlotte. You practically raped me last night. That was last night, Charlotte. This is today. Is something you <laughs> might hear about in the offensive minigame. Exercising a foam demon or capping crated commandos. The second one, for sure. Yes, yeah, second one. Okay. Fucking over fish with freaky phone phantom <laughs> or prostitution. <laughs> the way they dealt with the prostitution slash whoring out was pretty offensive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Bob on that one. Okay, let's go to the bonus anyway, and we'll flip it. Neo Nazi no gooders or absent minded anger driven actual physical fucking abuse on an angelic already abused adolescent fucking abuse victim that one <laughs> that that one you just yeah, said that, let's just go with that one to make Chris happy cuz he worked really hard on that thank you here's your uh, gold star okay. Chris thank you uh stone cold is more offensive let's uh see how else these two compare in our movie comparison you can't kill the boogeyman but you can compare the movies Okay, let's uh, start with the worst of its kind, 
and fit negative fifty nine point six and worse for uh, one missed call and a negative thirty three and tied for worse for Stone Cold. So one missed call takes that one. Uh, Bob and Chris tied with a five. Great job, Chris. Uh, and we had a team five star. Are we calling that a wash? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree to that. Um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to set up our live looking on the poll. <clears throat> so that's a wash. So we're one to one through the offensive minigame because Stone Cold is worse. Dialogue was flaccid for one missed call. What was it for Stone Cold? Is it worse or, or, or better than that? I want to say it's contrived, and I'll take contrived over flaccid because at least they, at least they, you know, tried to work it. They they try to make the dialogue represent the personalities of the of the people they were portraying. I agree with that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. All right, so one one miss call with that one too. Production missing first act and clunky exposition for one miss call, or Stone Cold's inconsistent, incorrect sound logic and design. I'm gonna go. I was more call. mad. I was more mad at this one. And I was thinking the opposite. I was thinking one missed call just because I don't know. It was just a. Uh, this was kind of missing a first act too. Went straight to yeah. act two. Well, I'm just thinking like compared to other contemporary action movies, they all have that that kind of sound design where it's like there's no way. Like, do you think? If, this is an extreme case. If Con Air, which was in the poll, like when Nicolas Cage gets like shot in the arm and he's like jumping over a Jersey barrier while like running towards, they, they don't hear that. They're not going to hear that either, you know. And yeah, you know, I can't decide uh, personally. You guys are split, so I'm going to go with Stone Cold to keep it interesting. That'll put us at two two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, acting okay. was one miscall call or Stone Cold verse. Miss call. Yeah, miss call. I think I so too. I feel like we, we all agree there. I feel like they did good service to the script in in Stone Cold. Like the biker guys were just laying it; they were just laying it on too thick. I'd rather somebody in this context lay it on too thick than in one missed call. It was just too thin. I guess. I yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. You, you never go thin. I agree. Uh, Demerits. We don't have one yet for Stone Cold, but Chad can tell how bad it is for one missed call. Uh, what do you guys <laughs> want to write down for Stone Cold? Say it wins. Um, overkill. Yeah, overkill. I'll, so I'll what's worse? That. Overkill. Overkill. Okay, that makes it really interesting. It's a three-three tie, so we got to pull back the pitch. I think we go with a team five star because we all made it really funny. Um, okay, and we all succeeded. And uh, Rob, this week uh, you were not included in the team win. I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna <laughs> go with with one missed call for the win. It's still the worst movie of the season. God okay. damn! And now we are going to do our live looking uh, at the poll. Carrot so now tough. we we've got we've got carrot top and chairman of the board. We've got uh, first kid with Sinbad, and yeah. we've got. Um, Con Air, Nicolas Cage. I can't believe how close Con Air and, and Chairman of the Board were last time we checked. 44% for Chairman of the Board. 18 well, votes, 17 for Con Air, and only six for First Kid. So. Chris, you threw a curveball because Con Air is a great movie. And pe- we're the worst great. movie ever made. It's great, but it's terrible. So, 
great, yeah, but it's we awful. Have to we have to save that for our rebranding. Yes, yes. definitely. Um, just throwing it out there. Just, um, it's alarming how jacked Carrot Top is. Yes, it is. Now nowadays, I want to yeah. say during this movie he was not. He's still kind of lanky, I think. But like he's yeah, he's I think scary. So. He looks like um Kathy Griffin. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> Andy Dick Andy Dick and Kathy Griffin baby. it's kind of gross alright well I'm just going to say my piece thank you so much for listening email us you cowards check out our shit on all our socials and uh, I'm going to let Rob do the rest of the plugging and then uh, have him throw it to Bob for his last word and then we'll do the clip check us out at www.theworstmovieevermade.com that's where you can find our podcast that's where you can find the YouTube videos uh, the video version of the podcast that's where you can find our social medias on TikTok and Instagram we have polls that are interactive we have movie trailers made by Bob every week to promote the episode um, it's it's overall a, just a, it's a darn hootin hoedown hootin' Annie that you should definitely check out Bob, last words I'm going to go with bedraggled beards. Bedraggled yeah. beards. I like it. Yeah, I, I love it. Okay. And this is the Stone Cold trailer, which has like, it's like in the director's chair, testimonials, like talking about the movie, then showing clips from the movie. It's, it's, it's quite good. Here we go. All right. See you guys next week. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Bosworth. You know, all my life, people have had the wrong idea about me. I don't like cops who make up the rules as they go. They say I push things just a little too far. They accuse me of being insensitive. <laughs> they basically say that I lack the ability to get along with others. So just to prove these people wrong, I decided to join a very exclusive and private club. Oh yes, it's very plush. And the membership, very select. And games, <laughs> we play some games. A perfect place for me, wouldn't you think? You put up the wrong passenger, buddy! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brian Bosworth requests the pleasure of your company, Stone Cold. Truly iconic. <laughs> All right, see you guys next week. See ya. Uh, bye, Jelly School. Bye, Jelly School.